Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hey coaches, how are you? I'm so glad that you're here and welcome to the next episode of She Coaches Coaches. In this episode, we're going to talk about you, your self-image, and why it's important to your success as a coach. Earlier this week, I was on a group coaching call and one of the other people commented, Candy, your hair looks great today. Now, my immediate reaction was, what? Who, me? My hair looks the way it always does, I'm thinking to myself. And you know what? I was kind of thinking it was time to get another haircut. So this is the perfect example of what we're going to talk about today. This self-depreciating tendency. I thought I had outgrown it but obviously I still have work to do on my thoughts. Does this sound familiar to you too? How often do you receive a compliment and you just brush it off? Oh, this old thing? When somebody compliments your outfit. Or who, me? When someone compliments you on something you've done or one of your characteristics. Why do we do that? Deflecting, shrinking, or making yourself less noticeable is a habit that we've picked up. And for some reason, I think it's more common among women, but maybe not. Maybe men have the same tendency. I'd love to hear from the guys who listen to this podcast. Click through to the episode page. You can find it in the show notes and leave me a comment. I tell myself that this happens because of society's message about being a good girl or a nice woman, and that maybe we heard and internalized some of these messages growing up. But now that we're adults, we get to choose. It's up to us to decide. So what does all this have to do with becoming a coach? Everything. Absolutely everything. And here's why. When you don't acknowledge compliments, or let them sink in, you continue to tell yourself that you're not quite good enough. And if you can't accept a compliment about your hair or an outfit or a characteristic, 
My guess is you also don't accept and own your unique strength and genius. Every individual is different. We know that. But it also means that each coach is unique too. Of course, we're trained and we practice our coaching skills, but the flavor of our coaching is always affected by who we are. Some coaches have a talent to love their clients. Others see to the heart of the matter. Some are intuitive and some are straight shooters whose gift is to help their client see with clarity and power. What happens to these coaches when they don't own their own genius? Well, the coach whose superpower is love will water it down and may turn into people-pleasing. The coach who's a genius at pinpointing the heart of the matter shies away from sharing that vision with their client just in case they're wrong. And the gifted straight shooter measures their words with maybes and shoulds and coulds They use conditional language and their clients never get the full power of crystal clear clarity. The result from coaching with someone who doesn't own their gifts is that clients miss out. And more importantly, they don't get permission to be more fully themselves and celebrate their own strengths either. When the coach doesn't own their genius, their clients have a much harder time owning theirs. Remember, coach goes first. The more growth and alignment that you have as a coach means you're available to help your clients even more. So what do we do? Well, it all begins with self-love. Now, if you kind of clenched up when you heard me say self-love, don't worry. I'm not saying that you have to love yourself with a capital L to get past this habit. But what I am saying is that moving, moving step by step towards the direction of self-acceptance and self-respect will make all the difference. You might need to hit the rewind button on this, that 15-second rewind button, and listen to this again. Or maybe you want to listen to this episode a couple of times. I keep these episodes short on purpose so you can get what you need. So yeah. Self-acceptance and self-respect are emotions. And the amazing things is that we can choose our emotion. Now, if this is the first time you've heard this concept, that we can choose how we feel, just know that I'm here for you. It be kind of mind-bending. Sorry, it can be kind of mind-bending to think in this way. And even though initially you might think, what? What is she talking about? dare she say that? She has no idea what my life is like. Maybe you're thinking that, but I want you to know I am a hundred percent behind you here. I want you to know I'm really on your side. I felt the same way. I felt shocked, surprised, defensive when I heard that idea first too. And everyone else that I know also felt the same. And it's okay. All I ask is that you entertain the possibility that this might be true. Entertain that possibility. Let's give it a try. And I would love it if you would prove it to yourself. So consider that it's possible that you have more control over how you feel 
than you might originally assume. It's not simple like that just add water instant pudding instruction you may have followed, but you do have way more power, control, and choice about how you feel than you may have given yourself credit for. And this is a good thing. Actually, it's a great thing. Because if this is true, now stick with me on this, then you've got more control over your entire life than you might have been led to believe. You get to choose. You're not at the mercy of a cranky coworker or a stressed out boss. And just because your partner is being a jerk today doesn't mean that you have to feel bad. You get to choose. So I hope that you're willing to entertain this concept. You can pick how you feel, play around with it for yourself, listen to more of my episodes and see how much better you feel when you're the one calling the shots. Now let's get back to this place of self-acceptance and self-respect that we're talking about. So if it's actually possible that you can control how you feel, how do you cultivate more of these kinds of emotions for yourself? Well, the easiest way to begin is just to decide. Yeah, actually just make a decision that you're going to begin practicing. You're going to start practicing these feelings of self-acceptance or self-respect. I would choose one to get started. And I would choose the one that feels the easiest to you, the one that creates the least mental drama. Now for me, self-acceptance feels softer. It means that I ditch the judgment and simply see and allow what is. Self-respect feels slightly stronger. For me, it involves allowing what is and it includes regard or esteem or that there's value there. So you get to choose. Which one are you going to choose? Have you made your choice? Okay, good. I'm going to pretend that you chose self-acceptance. So play along with me here. Now, if I want to feel more success, if I want to feel more self-acceptance, here's what I do. I sit quietly for a few seconds and I take a relaxed, deep breath. I think self-acceptance and I settle into my body. Then I take another relaxed, deep breath, and I think self-acceptance again. I might practice like this for 15, 30 seconds. It really doesn't take long. So let's do this together. Now, if you're driving or you have to concentrate on what you're doing, wait until you can safely pull over and do this. I want you to stay safe. I don't want you to take any risks. But if you're in a place where you can just pause what you're doing, stand still for a minute while you're listening to me, or sit down if possible. Okay, let's try it together. So the first thing, I want you to take a gentle, deep inhale and a relaxed exhale. Now think the words self-acceptance. Now breathe again, a gentle inhale and a relaxed exhale. Let's do this a couple of more times. All right, breathe, self-acceptance, 
breathe. Did you start to feel a shift in your body? Maybe a relaxation or an allowing. Have you found that you kind of remember a time when you felt some self-acceptance? Good. You're on the right path. See if you can notice. Does this feel like self-acceptance to you? For me, when I do this, I feel relaxed. I also feel attentive and observant. Just know that whatever you're feeling, you're doing great. Practice this breathing and thinking this phrase and settle into that place where you can start to access that in your body. All right. So now you're in that space, that space of allowing, less judgment, more self-acceptance. Now I'm going to ask you, what do you think? Your brain is going to gladly hand you a few thoughts. They might sound something like this. These are the ones that pop into my head when I do it. I'm doing okay. I've always done my best. You know, I'm a good person. Or I've got this. So ask yourself what thoughts come up for you and write them in your journal. Then from time to time, practice this feeling of self-acceptance. Make it a game just because you can and because it feels good. 10 or 15 seconds at a time is all you need. So there's a couple of ways that you can practice. You can do what we just did together. You can breathe in a relaxed way, think the phrase self-acceptance and then breathe and settle into that feeling. Or you can go back to your journal, read one of those thoughts that you wrote slowly, and then practice that feeling that that thought conjures up for you. Notice how when you think those thoughts and you relax and you notice your body, you can feel more self-acceptance. So like I said, make it like an experiment. Let's just see what happens. The more you tap into that emotion of self-acceptance, the more easily you will be able to access it. Over time, you're going to find that it becomes more natural somehow. And then there might even come a time when you don't even remember that you had to practice that feeling before. Remember that our brain loves to put things on autopilot. Gentle, fun practice is going to help you make that feeling of self-acceptance more of a habit. Finally, let's wrap it up. Accepting and learning to respect yourself will mean that you also are more easily able to allow and accept your gifts and superpowers. This will benefit both you and your coaching clients. You're going to show up more as you that true, aligned, authentic version of you fully in your genius. And when you're in that place, you're going to, without a doubt, attract way more coaching clients, the ones that are the perfect fit for you. And you're also going to be able to help your, co your clients in the best way possible. So, hey, if you're listening to these episodes and you're a new coach, I can help you. Maybe you want to be a coach or you're a brand new coach and you might not know exactly where to start or what to do next. 
you might be feeling a little overwhelmed, a little stuck or confused about how to start getting your first or your future clients. If you're thinking of working with a coach, we should chat. Let's see if it's time for us to work together. There's a link in the episode notes about how to schedule a consult with me, and I would love to hear from you. Oh, and one more thing before you leave, I want to tell you about a gift that I offer to my listeners. It's my free resource library, and it is filled with content that I've created to help you grow and become a coach. Here's how you can get access. You're going to sign up for a free account and you get immediate access to all of those free resources. And there is a lot of them in there. All you have to do is go to the episode description or the show notes and click on the link that says Coaches Online Business Academy and sign up today. And that's it. I'm really happy to share this with you. It is one of the ways that I support my community and support the growth of coaching. So that's it for today, friends. Come and listen again next week. I'm really looking forward to chatting with you then. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be. Bye.